somebody's got to say it. Somebody's got to say that, like, if you don't take responsibility for your life and realize that, like, you're in a world full of resources. Imagine if this happened 30 years ago when there was no internet. But I've also seen a lot of entrepreneurs and people who didn't like their jobs finding this as the needed push, the space to then say, hey, let me do something completely different. There are rules that change with the game, but there are rules that transcend every game. And if you can master those, you'll be fine whatever the change is. Welcome to the Face Your Freedom Show, where we talk all about creating a life of freedom, walking your own path, and pursuing your purpose. My name is Alan Howard. And I'm James Weston. We are two entrepreneurs best known for taking a leap off the beaten path and pursuing a life of freedom and self-discovery. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the Face Your Freedom Show. My name is James Weston. I am here with my two co-hosts, Brittany Martinson and Alan Howard. Guys, I know it's been a while since we came to you with the Face Your Freedom Show. This is episode number 13. And uh, we're going to talk to you guys about where we've been, what we've been doing, how we're adapting to this new world that we're all you know, living in now. And uh, let's just jump right into it, guys. Where the heck have we been? A lot of people have been asking me, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> where do we start? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess the last show was in around March when the whole world started changing. And I remember you were at my house for an event and you were like, I think we should cancel our Europe trip. And I was like, me too, but for a totally different reason. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, yeah, COVID is, it could be a very big deal. I think we should talk about it. And I was like, COVID. (laughs) You were literally like, what's COVID? Like, uh, is it really something you even need to worry about? This is literally back in March and you were kind of on the same page. I mean, you were just like, I feel like you were like just trying to ignore it and you're like, dude, I'm not going to let this affect my life. Right. Yeah. yeah, That's, that was it for sure. And then I guess things just started to progress. And I know I definitely saw like different parts of Europe being shut down, quarantine starting. Yeah. Quarantine in Italy, stuff like that. And then you kind of saw, you kind of saw where the future was going and that's why you were like, Hey, we need to do something about this. We should, we should all have a talk about it. Yeah. And we had a talk, and I was like, "I'm ready for the apocalypse. Let's go." Yeah, you're like, "I'm staying put. Let's roll." I got a motorcycle. I'm good. Yeah. But yeah, it was cool. It was cool because you really noticed it, and then kind of led the group to say, "Let's, let's go to a farmhouse. That's what a finca is." And so we all went to a farmhouse in the mountains, brought food, bunch of stuff, and and kind of just hung out there and passed our time there. Yeah. I mean, the mindset was like. If we're going to be quarantined and stuck in one place, where do we want to be stuck? How do we maintain the highest quality of life? And we're like, it's in nature. It's with plenty of food, plenty of water, and that's kind of what we did. So that's where we've been at. The reason we haven't been producing a lot of content is the internet there does not really work for long videos and stuff like that. That's our, uh, our new little puppy in the back, if you guys hear, if you hear him kind of scratching and trying to get in here. Um, we'll show you guys him at the end. Um, but anyway, so that's where we've been at. We're back at it now. Um, there's going to be a couple changes for the show, different things going on. So basically, the topic for today's show is really how to adapt to this new world that we live in. Things are changing. We're spending a lot more time at home. I'm sure you guys are too. Um, I've gotten a lot of people that have reached out and kind of had like a a negative outlook about this. Have you guys had the same thing? Like, oh, I, I hate that I'm stuck home, my, my business is hurting, things are changing, this is not good for me. Have you guys gotten, gotten a lot of that? Or? Yeah. yeah, a ton of that, but I don't think it's, they're just being true to how they feel. Like, yeah. I, I think rightfully so. It's stuck in an apartment, not leaving for weeks. Like, I can see how that would be disheartening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I've noticed that. And like, even for me, it, within the first couple of weeks, I think I lost 60% of my business over a two week period. And so that was like, 
I just kind of sleepless nights, a lot of a lot of fear, a lot of questioning. You know, what am I going to do in the future? All this stuff. So, I I feel that, and then and I think w- what we're starting to see now is how much opportunity will exist in the world because of what's going on now, and it's yeah. it's kind of changing the mindset from hey everything's terrible to saying yeah things are maybe difficult, but where where's the silver lining? Where's the opportunity that we can all look out for? Yeah, I know definitely like in our real estate business, it was like a good like three or four weeks where everyone just froze. No one wanted to buy, no one wanted to sell. Everyone was like, we don't know what's going on. And same thing, like we got scared. We're like, man, we're gonna have to shift. We're gonna have to do things differently. Um, But the thing that I'm realizing now, and, and this is kind of what I've come to over the past few weeks is that life is a game. And this is a perspective that I've adopted. Of course, this, you know, you can choose to or not, but life is a game, the rules have changed and you gotta just play differently. And if you wanna resist the new rules, and you wanna wake up every day and say, this sucks, I can't leave my house, and all that kind of stuff, well, that's what you're choosing to experience every day. Whereas if you wanna choose to say, hey, this is a new world, there's new opportunities, there's new rules, there's new ways to play, there's new ways to grow, okay, great. That's a way to approach it, in my opinion, where you can wake up every day and still you know, be fulfilled and be happy and work toward the things that you care about. Yeah, change is inevitable. And, and we, know, we know that just in business, right? So many things happen up and down, but like we're seeing change on a global scale for everyone. And yeah. it's crazy to think that we're going through a time right now where every single person on earth is essentially in a similar situation. And so, yeah, how, how, how do, does the rule set change after this? How does the, how does the, board, the board game, um, how are the pieces moved after this? Yeah, how do you play after this, for sure. Well, maybe we can share a little bit about how we've all individually shifted in our personal lives and our uh, professional lives in business. I know you're working on some new stuff. You've been doing a heck of a lot of content creation, which has been so much fun to see. Um, you're working on like two or three new projects. I am too, so let's talk a little bit about what you're working on, why you've shifted to that, and why you think it's important. Brittany, you wanna start? Absolutely. So. I'd say that this isn't a new phenomenon. Like the game has been changing throughout human history and it's just the first time that it's happened at this scale in our lifetime, but major change has happened repeatedly. It's one of the things that has kept kept us innovative and made us change. Like World War II led to the Industrial Revolution. Agriculture, huge shift in culture and the way that we operate. So I think that the pain really comes from just holding on to the way that things were and not being able to make this pivot and see the new landscape. And so um, in my work life, um, there was, I work at a small startup based in San Francisco, and so we had a runway. So by on that end, things didn't really change much. And we were running out of a runway. I think there was three months left when um, <laughs> the whole world started shutting down. Um, we move containers around the world, and then we also have a, a platform that helps track containers. So our tracking platform was growing at a small scale, but it actually has been was picking up in the middle of Corona, and we were moving just as many containers because the world still needs to eat. <laughs> and we've actually pivoted even further into an API. So we already were had that mindset. We're already wearing that hat as a startup. We're always pivoting based on what the market's saying and keeping our ear to the ground and figuring out what that is and tracking data. So like that wasn't new. It was just a big change, and it made it made it not harder, it just made it like you had to be more diligent, I guess, in figuring out what those pivots would be. 
And then I've also started working on a personal brand. Well, actually, just because of you two. <laughs> yeah, and just my friend group that was like, you have to do this. And then I'm also working on a financial um, advisor platform, uh, which is just workflows automated in the advisor escape. And so that's it. I think that, I don't remember who said this. We can look it up later. Uh, good economies make millionaires. Bad economies make billionaires. It was probably Jesus, Krishna, Buddha, I don't know. Someone said it. <laughs> and it's so true. Uh, there's just as much, there's actually more money in the economy now than there was before COVID happened. And it's just moving in different directions. You just have to find the flow and jump in. So going off of that, right, you're involved in three different things that were semi-affected by what's going on, but you weren't, you know, none of your businesses were per se crushed by what happened, right? So I think it's a little bit easier for you to say, for me to say, because we weren't that directly impacted in our business. We already work from home, we already work remotely, we didn't really change that much, right? But for someone that's actually going through this and really struggling now, financially, emotionally, just getting up every day, right? What is the difference between someone who's going to be prosperous through this and someone who is gonna let this be a moment that shifts their life in a negative direction for a long time? Great, great question. I would say one of the things that I'm looking at now is just the changing in the landscape from the economy standpoint. Like things are going digital more so than ever. Yeah. Right? If you have an e-commerce store, you do Amazon, you're, you're killing it. And so if you're looking at you know, whatever your profession might be, try and find a way to make it more digital. Yeah. And um, one of our good friends, Lamar, right? He, he does coaching, he does personal training. This has created an opportunity for him to really go fully online. All of his coaching, all of his training, push. it gave him that push. And I've, I've actually seen where this has been really difficult for a lot of people, but I've also seen a lot of entrepreneurs and people who didn't like their jobs finding this as the needed push, the space yeah. to then say, hey, let me do something completely different. Let me do something completely new. So and um, one of my friends here, she, she, she's an entrepreneur and runs a business, but was kind of trapped in it. It was amazing to see that over this time. It was just like, oh, now I have space. I have space to leave without looking like I failed. Mm. And I've seen that. That's a common thing among people who have jobs or entrepreneurs where it's like, hey, my business can fail now. There's a reason. Let me go do something I'm actually passionate about and I care about. Wow. Wow, I could totally see that. I'd say one of the biggest things that it did for me is when like, I don't have the option to go out. I don't have the option to go party. I don't have the option to go out to dinner and like all of these things that I used to do on a weekly basis. I don't even think about anymore because they don't exist anymore. They're not even options. And so I'm just like, what do I do with all this time now, right? And it's, and it's allowed me to be the most productive I've ever been in my life, the most motivated I've ever been in my life. And I'm seeing this really just as an opportunity to just grow, yeah. to just take the resources around us and really use them and build more and more and more. Yeah. And it seems like you guys are doing that too. One moment. I just want to say, because I know there's so many people at home that are like, oh, good for you. <laughs> and there's, I think growth can look different to everyone. Growing right now for you in your life and ours is about transformation. It's about um, growing our businesses. It's about creating the life that we want. But some people, that's not where they are. Some people, if you've been spending quarantine in your room, healing, resting, all of that is growth too. Yeah, so true. That's super, super true. Yeah, that time, that time in uh, solitude is very difficult. And I think at, at first I had an employee who uh, was caught in that, 
in a house by himself for over a month by himself. And it was like, I could feel his energy the first couple of weeks is like, get me out of here. But it wasn't even allowed to go to the house. And then it was interesting to see his transformation to like, oh, let me go internal now. I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring that external to me. Let me go internal now. And I've seen his growth be, be really cool. But I, I, I do think, and I want to resonate with that. I think this is a very difficult time. And it's not to say it's been easy for me, and I, I'm sure it's probably been difficult for you guys as well, is like being trapped in an apartment, not being able to go out and do stuff isn't fun. Losing 60% of your business isn't fun, yeah. but it's just how do we accept that those are the circumstances and then say, okay, how do we move forward? What do we look at? What do we put our, our, um, our target on now? Because we know the world's different. Yeah, totally agree. So one question that we were kind of tossing around before we uh, got on camera was, what do these changes mean for life moving forward? How do we put on a new perspective moving forward so that we can be prosperous through this? Um, in other words, what are the, the new rules of the game that some people may or may not be aware of? Um, you kind of touched on one of the biggest things that I've been thinking about recently, which is you have to have your income, your livelihood, connected to something digital, something that is not reliant on the physical world. If you are a personal trainer and you provide a service in person to someone, you need to start shifting like Lamar did, right? And start moving into a digital way of providing the service. And there's a lot of ways to do that. And I think it's like the clarity of realizing that that's no longer a option. That is now a necessity for survival. Because let's just say that we get a vaccine or we get treatment or whatever happens, right? Whatever you guys believe needs to happen in order for the world to open up. We've now seen what can happen. We've now seen that when something big like this happens, we're all on house arrest. And we need to be able to be prepared for that rather than be resistant to that. Because the truth is, as much as you may not agree with the government or how they're handling it or Trump or whatever, whatever your views are or Fauci, whatever his name is, right? Whatever your views are, unless you're in a position of influence, unless you're in a position of wealth where you can actually start making changes on a global level or on like a government side level, well, you're part of the game. You're not making the rules right now. And if you resist the rules, you're not really playing the game. You're just denying the game. Yeah, it's, it's, you're, you're not accepting what, what is really the situation at hand. And um, yeah, I, I think there, there are some rules I would agree with you. I think the digital, making sure that you're finding an income that's digitally based is is important we said we've seen the importance of that now yeah. um i also think the the importance of um a lot of people are really finding this as a time to really explore what they want to do mm. and i think that's that's really important too is when when a lot of things go down when the money goes down and there's not as much work to do how do you spend that time how do you really dive in and understand who you are and what you want to do and i think ultimately that will safeguard you in the future is if you are working on something you're passionate about and you care about. Um, you have a lot more ability to work harder on it and to expand your time and energy into it. So I think that's a way of safeguarding a little bit. I love both of those very real and tangible takeaways into the new world. Yeah. So I'm going to jump onto like the mindset train. <laughs> it. Yeah, because I think there are rules that change with the game but there are rules that transcend every game. And if you can master those, 
you'll be fine whatever the change is. And so for me, there's two very fundamental things that I think helped my transition and ease through this experience. And the biggest one was falling in love with the process and being process-oriented and not as much results-oriented or seeing the process as a result, being in love with being a creator and not the creation. And that has really shifted everything because running for an end game and when the game changes, it's like, what have I been doing? Oh my God, <laughs> I can't even reach that anymore. <laughs> and I think that's been the biggest thing. And it makes it, it's made me a lot more patient. It's made me a lot more comfortable with where I am and where I'm going. And that's been a big mindset that I'm going to take into everything that I do. Yeah, I, I would be, I'd be interested in kind of understanding from you guys, like what are some of the benefits that you've seen within yourself during this time? Um, through this and it sounds like we, we just heard one of those being more process oriented and taking more time and more patience. Are there, are there other things that you've, you felt this time has brought out in you that you're grateful for? Yes, a big thing is there's only two feelings in the world. We've been <laughs> totally uh, misguided with this like, oh, there's all these nuances in fear, anger, um, melancholy, and I think those are, are really cool ways to describe emotion, but there's only two baseline emotions, love and fear. And even fear could turn into love. I think every feeling fully felt turns into love, and that became very prevalent in COVID because people were so fearful, and it was just rippling through consciousness, rippling through our communities and people's minds, and it just brought out the things that they were the most afraid of. But then, from what I've seen, that fear fully felt led to love. It led to them figuring out what's important, reprioritizing, recognizing what they do love. And I think that is so beautiful. Love that. Totally love that. Cool, very cool. To me, it's been like, what do I do with this extra time? Um, we're all pretty social people. We all get together, see each other quite a bit in normal times, right? Um, now that I can't do that, I've really been like, what do I do with this extra time? And to me, the natural instinct, and I'm not saying this is right for everyone, but it's go out there and build more skills. Go out there and become more valuable for what I believe is valuable in my life right now. Um, and so one thing that I picked up, and you guys saw you know, back when I at the Finca, was trading stocks. So I, I dug in really hard on that. And it's been brutal, to be honest with you. Um, you trade too, I know. And uh, it's figuratively and literally a huge up and down battle. And um, I'd say I turned the corner probably about four to six weeks ago in terms of my education. And I'm finally like, okay, I've got some consistency. I've got something to hold on to. I don't feel like I'm jumping in and you know getting my head slammed all over the place kind of thing. Just getting beat up in the market. You know, I just, I'm like for a while, I was like, I'm just donating to you know, I'm just donating to the stock market right now. Um, so anyway, so to me, it was like skill sets. Um, but also things that like I've been wanting to do for a while that I haven't done, such as singing, right? So like we started doing singing lessons a couple days a week, and like you know it's just something that I've always wanted to do that I've always said oh, you know it's low priority time one day exactly, and now I'm like well I've got time to do all my one day stuff now, and um, I would ch I would not challenge but I would I'd encourage you guys to think like what are the things that you've been saying I I really want to do but I don't have time for, and then maybe think maybe I do have time right now. Maybe there's a lot of time. Maybe if I check the clock time on my Instagram or on, on uh, Netflix and I'm like, 14 hours this week? 
That's, that's like, that's the beginning of a whole new skill, 14 hours yeah. a week. You've been checking my Instagram times or what? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's been big for me, for sure. Um, it's also gotten me really focused on like, what's actually important too. Um, you know, it's, it's been really important to keep up with people in my life now that I can't see. And so it's like having those video calls, making sure you send those texts, doing those extra things. It's like, you know, I, I've got friends that are in apartments right now that have been in apartments and they're like, dude, I'm going freaking nuts. Well, that little text like, hey, bro, what's going on? Hey, man, miss you. What's going on? You know, like, hey, like whatever. That'll make someone's day when there's not that much going on right now. And so I think it's really important to kind of not forget about those little things that we normally do when we see each other all the time. So. Let's, uh, oh, go ahead. Did something to say? Oh, no, I, I, was gonna, I was gonna say my, my part on that. I would say um, the biggest thing I've taken away from this is space. Mm. Like, just realized how busy I was before with just, like, commitments to going out, getting a coffee, going out, getting food with people. Just, like, those things kind of add up and having that space to kind of do the same thing you did, which is, like, how do I want to spend this extra time? Where do I want to put that energy and that focus? And um, it's been really cool personally and just like working on myself more, working on my business more than I ever have before and like really going in on, on that because I do have that space. And I think one of the things I'll take away after this passes when it does pass, hopefully, um, is that I, I won't go out as much. I won't go do, do things as much. Not the first month. I'm going to go ham. I'm going to go ham the first month, but yeah. <laughs> but after that, because I'm like, some of those times getting coffee or getting food with people that are not like really close in my core circle, it's cool, but like I really want to invest in a smaller group of people and I'm going to invest more in my own projects and time. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Makes a lot of sense. Hmm. What else is on your mind, Brittany? I know there's, there's always like these wheels turning. I'm curious what you got going on there. I mean, I think that COVID is barely in my reality, and I'm just thinking about how lucky I am for that. Like, I know that it's still going through society and hitting people's lives on a daily basis, and yet I feel so removed from it. And I'm wondering what sets us apart, what's al what allows us that freedom, and what is that gift that we can give to other people? Was it foresight? Maybe. I think that plays a huge part in it, but it's probably also a mindset. It's probably also our friends. It's like, what got us here. Um, the thing that pops in my head like when you pose that question is just responsibility. I think it's really easy to be like, oh, I'm stuck in my apartment, it's the government's fault, oh, I'm stuck in my apartment, it's COVID's fault, it's all these things. And like you can say that. I like it's valid. Like whatever you can look you can look through a perspective and like that's provable. Like you're in, like there's a law right now that says, you know, we can't leave on sat you know, like that's legit. I'm not saying it's not real. But the question is like does that actually serve you? Does that actually help you get to the life that you want to have? And um, something that I actually learned this through a trading book, believe it or not, but I've been applying it to so much, so like so much of my life is that like you can believe whatever you want in this world. Like your beliefs are your choice, and you can find justification for just about any belief that you choose to believe. The question is, how do you choose your beliefs then? Right? What are the right beliefs to instill within yourself? And it sounds really simple, but the answer is whatever works, whatever's actually gonna help you get to where you wanna be are the beliefs that you should have. 
So if you want to believe that it's the government's fault and all this and you're stuck here and you're helpless and you're, you know, all that, okay, well, is that belief going to help you take responsibility and create freedom in your life and be ready for the next one? Or is that going to allow you to sit and be a victim so that next time it happens, you have an excuse for why you go bankrupt, right? And I know I'm being harsh and I know that it's, you know, it's like, oh, James is saying this from whatever perspective he's at, but it's like, somebody's got to say it. Somebody's got to say that, like, if you don't take responsibility for your life and realize that, like, you're in a world full of resources. Imagine if this happened 30 years ago when there was no internet. Then I'd be like, okay. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're all, we're all pretty well, yeah, we're all stuck in the house and no one can make money. Yeah. And we can't even communicate. Like, you know, that would be crazy. But, like, we're in an incredibly resourceful place. And the only excuse is whether or not you're going to take responsibility and use the things around you. For sure. And I think sometimes opinions like that can be unpopular, but it's, it's worth noting and saying because it's a, it's a way to move forward and not be caught in the trap of now I can't do anything. My hands are tied behind my back. And so um, I definitely agree with a lot of what you're saying there. Um, one thing that I've been thinking about, maybe just answering kind of the same question you're asking Brittany is, um, there's been a lot of talk of how negative this situation has been. But I've also seen some really positive sides, and I kind of touched on it just with a friend who's an entrepreneur seeing that, but also um, looking at my older brother with his kids. Like, he works a lot, he's busy, he runs a business, and like, he's taken this time and just like fully invested and been there with his kids. And I, I'm looking at that because they're young, and it's like, how cool is this time for them where like, dad's always home? dad's playing with us, dad's taking us on hikes, doing that. And I think um, I've seen, a, it's put a lot of strain on relationships, but there's also been a lot more quality time given to relationships because people are forced to be in the same place <laughs> together. And it's, um, I've seen it with multiple people close to me that are in relationships that this time at first, the first month was super difficult for a lot of relationships. But now as months have gone by, they've found a way to make this like the strongest they've ever been, which so has been cool. really cool to see. Yeah. Glass half full. I like it too. <laughs> so I want to get a little practical, right? I don't want to be too esoteric, too much about mindset. I think we covered a lot of good stuff there. Um, what do you guys think are some practical step-by-step -step things that people can be doing in their houses right now to keep their mental health elevated, to keep their physical health elevated, to enjoy this process instead of resist this process that we're all going through? You guys have some good ideas? Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about a couple for me. Um, one thing that I have noticed is I've, uh, <laughs> what I've been doing wrong is I've been spending more time on social media and just more time on my phone, which I've seen that have a, a negative effect for me from like it, I, I deal with some anxiety from an anxious standpoint. Mm -hmm. And so one thing that I've been trying to do every day is no technology for about 45 minutes. And I just sit outside on my balcony and just like, look at the, look at the sky. That's really helped me that present moment. No no input from technology um that and then and then really just trying to stick strong with like my morning meditation as soon as i wake up those are kind of the two things that have really helped me during this time i was talking to a good friend of mine recently and he uh he was kind of on like a, a downward spiral and uh his business took a big hit um he said to me that you know he he's a uh, he's a doctor actually and he said you know we We've been having a lot of trouble, man. We haven't paid our rent in three months. Luckily, the landlord's really cool and, and like, really loves what I do. Um, he's like, but it's been really freaking rough, man. And he opened up to me. And um, then I saw him about a, a week later. 
and he says to me, and his energy was different. He was like up and perky and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, dude, you seem different. Like, what's up, man? Like, what's, ha- what's been happening? Like, you look great. And he's like, bro, I had a conversation with like a mentor of mine. And he said to me, dude, you need to, you need to like move that momentum in the other direction, bro. Like, you just need to shift that momentum. And he goes, well, what do you, like, how, what do you mean? And he's like, dude, it starts with like one or two things. Simple as that. So he's like, what I did was I got like a whiteboard in my room and I wrote like two or three affirmations, like very simple affirmations, just like my life's getting better every day. I forget exactly what he's saying. Like I live in a world of opportunity. Every day is an opportunity. That's 365 opportunities a year. And he's like, just that bro, just changed everything for me. I read that every morning and it's just, I'm in another direction now. And it was like, nothing really changed, right? but it did, right? Like, and he's like, dude, I don't know. The practice is picking up. We're back at like 60% capacity now. I feel better. My, my adjustments are like all these different things. And I'm like, damn, like it really does all start with a little spark that gets you moving in the right direction. And then you just fan the fire a little bit until it gets big and then you keep going, right? So what are your ideas for some momentum creators, things that people can, people can start to do? Oh, I think, well, this might be a contradiction, but it's really not. It's a, it's a duality. So that is life. I think it's really important to not suppress your emotions. I think you, anything that you feel, lonely, sad, anger, you have inside of you. Nothing, no situation, no person made you feel that way. It's, you're just pointing it at the easiest direction to expression. And so that's talking to you. That's telling you. That's a introspection and adventure to see this spectacle that is you and to follow that and I know that can be really scary sometimes and we want to push it away and focus on affirmations I think do both there's no way out of this just doing one or the other Mm -hmm. if you only focus on fanning the bad it'll only get bad (laughs) if you only focus on fanning the good the bad still exists and it will show up in other places in your life. <laughs> so do both. Uh, go through the emotions that don't feel as good and come out the other side, which is usually upwards. <laughs> How would you recommend that um, a little bit more, like if someone's dealing with those, uh, ways to, to be in that? I find, for me, I like movement. I like moving through emotions. I also like stillness. I like sitting with them. Um, I... I don't remember whose philosophy this is, but uh, someone famous, where you just sit with them, you don't judge them, and you observe them. So you step outside of it, uh, detach (laughs) your person from the emotion, and just experience it in its fullness, and it usually uh, disappears. That's all it's there for, is to be heard. You don't need to use your emotions to make decisions or judgments. You use your emotions to be felt. That's what they're there for. They're feelings. You feel them. I've heard a good analogy for that is like, um, maybe you've said this, but it's kind of like you can either sit on the side of the river and see things flow by, as in your emotions and the different feelings, or you can jump in and get smacked in the face and, and just, you know, fight the, fight, fight, the, fight the current and do all that. And it's like, it's going to flow either way. It's going to put, you know, it's going to continue either way. It's how do you want to deal with it? Yeah, that's a, a meditation style practice in Buddhist, Buddhist cultures. It's, oh, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, Shabbat, it's, uh, what is it? 
Oh, do I though? No, oh, where'd you go? <laughs> Either way, I want to try that. We'll get back to it. <laughs> I would also say, um, For sure, for sure. Um, one other thing I want to touch on is just like, I struggled with this when I was, you know, in between the Finca and then moving to this house. We were in an apartment in the city, a very small apartment. Um, three people. <laughs> three people in the small apartment um, for about three or four weeks. And it was super hard to exercise. And I, I know tons of people are going through that. Um, I know tons of people have either gained weight, lost weight, changed what they want to be physically. Um, and it's, it's, it's really easy when your environment is not tailored to exercising to be like, I'm just not going to exercise. It's just too much of an inconvenience to exercise. And I have the same advice as the momentum thing. Don't not move. I know it seems simple, but like start with something small. Just move every day. It, I mean, you can't tell me you can't do a jumping jack. And you, you know, if you, if your apartment's so small, you can't do a jumping jack. You can do a jumping jack in prison. Yeah, I mean, like, come on. If you can't do push-ups, if you can't do something, movement-wise, I want a picture. I want to see where you live. Like, literally, send me a picture. Like, I want to know. Um, but, but just don't allow your environment to be an excuse to put yourself in a bad spiral of health. Do the bare minimum and get started. And I think what you'll find is like man, I did 10 push-ups today, I'm excited to do 20 more because I got, I got the endorphins, I got the dopamine, like I feel good after I do that. And sometimes when you haven't done that in a few weeks, you forget how good it feels to get your blood rolling, to get everything going. So if there's anything you take from that, just like move a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, 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 and have grace with yourself if you haven't yet. Right, don't beat yourself up either. Yeah. That's a good don't point too. Don't beat yourself too. up yet and then just I think the key thing you said there is, is start really small. Like have the win not be an hour and a half workout. Have the win be 10 push-ups. Yeah. And then, you know, give yourself a pat on the back for that. For sure, for sure. Um, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about the plans for the show. Um, do you guys have any other closing thoughts for what we were just talking about? I'm excited for the future. Why go back? <laughs> Touche. Br Brittany with the quotes. Um, so, guys... One thing that we kind of came to a decision on, Alan and I specifically, was that um, we don't live in the same house anymore at this moment. We live close to each other, but not that close. Um, Alan's also working on a ton of really cool projects, um, and he's really focused on what he's doing. And so I realized that it might be a little bit easier to consistently produce this show if I stay as the host 
and Alan kind of comes and goes when he's got time. Brittany comes and goes when she has time. And I also want to introduce you guys to more of my friends, more of the people in my life, more people that are living really cool lives of freedom. And so what you guys can expect is the show's coming back. Um, I'm not entirely sure yet if it's gonna be weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly. I'm gonna try and figure that out once I have more of a schedule with guests and stuff like that. Um, but the idea here is to be able to come to you guys more often and bring you guys more perspectives, more people, more interesting things that apply to your life and apply to really this mission, right, from the beginning which is to face your freedom, to see the freedom you have in this world, to create the life that you want, and to provide you guys with the resources, the tools, the mindset, and the knowledge to do that. So that's what you guys can expect. Um, I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Um, you guys will definitely see them again. Um, so don't, don't worry. It's not like a you know, permanent thing. But um, just want to let you guys know what to expect moving forward. Any closing thoughts? Awesome, man. I'm excited to see. We have some amazing people in our lives, so I'm excited for them to come on the show and and uh, show, show, show them to the world. All right, well, I um, hope everybody's doing great out there. And um, bring on Luca. Luca! Luca! Look at this guy. There's that big guy. He couldn't pick that up yesterday. Aw. That's our seven-month-old little pup we just got a couple days ago. So, all right, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs>